Chief, uh, thanks so much for taking the time. We're live on the air here and really do appreciate you spending some time with us here. Uh, and we've gotten the news that you are going to stay here in Springfield. I know that is uh, great news for a lot of folks, but I, I want to ask you about the process that led up to this, starting with the fact that you did, in fact, accept a job in another community. Why were you uh, even considering going elsewhere? Well, Jim, when it comes down to it, is that uh, I've been vacationing with my family down in the Franklin area, Brentwood Franklin area, for probably the last 15 years. And uh, it's a beautiful area. There's a lot of opportunity down there. And, uh, uh, you know, it's someplace we've always talked about potentially retiring to. Um, and for me professionally, it would have been a great opportunity. I don't want to say a dream job because I got a great job here, but it, it it was highly up there, you know. And I passed on several opportunities over the last couple of years, never pursued them. And uh, that kind of came up on a whim. Um, I was sitting here last summer and uh, got an email on an opening. Um, you know, I was sitting here talking to the AC Scarlet at the time. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to apply for that. And he goes, you're going to apply for a deputy chief spot? I'm like, hey, being a number two and being part of a great team, there's nothing wrong with that. And Ultimately, the whole world doesn't rest on your shoulders. So I said, yeah, I am, and uh, didn't hear nothing for several months. Uh, turned out it was because of COVID, and uh, uh, September, I got a call, and the process kind of started, and I told the mayor I was going to go down and uh, uh, go through it, and, uh, you know, he supported me in that decision. You know, in law enforcement here in Illinois, when you turn 50 and you're eligible to collect your pension, you know, you kind of look at things a little differently, and uh, ultimately that's what I did. I went down, uh, you know, uh, you know, applied, tested, ultimately uh, got an offer here last week and uh, accepted that offer and uh, informed the mayor about it, that I was going to go down over the weekend. Uh, he wanted me to make sure it was the right fit for my family, which, you know, um, you know, if I were going to leave here, it was definitely the right fit. And uh, I had every intention of taking the job, to be honest with you. And um, there's been some things that have come to light over the last couple of weeks in my extended family that, uh, require our attention here and uh, um, ultimately you know uh, conversations with my wife and some difficult decisions we try to identify the barriers and work around the barriers to include uh, moving my in-laws with me to Tennessee and uh, you know that ultimately uh, isn't going to be an option so I need to be here for my family and my wife needs to be here you know for her family and uh, that's kind of where it goes and you know we got to put family first and uh, while great opportunity for me ultimately comes down to that um you know we're all gonna need somebody to help us in the future when we get older and we're all gonna need somebody to be there for us and that's what we're gonna do we're to be here for my in-laws and move forward uh, you know i think a, a lot of us can relate to that and and have similar situations in our families but, uh, but, but people are going to wonder because you actually accepted the job they had a press release up they referred in their press release to you as the former chief uh, in springfield uh yep. and and before that happens most people would say you probably need to have those details nailed down a little bit did, did this get awkward with the alderman with the mayor with you know your 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 officers how were they reacting to all of this yeah, it, it did. It did. I, I had no idea they were putting a press release out. Uh, you know, obviously everything was through personal email. I don't check my personal emails while I'm at work. And I found out about the press release last Thursday night, you know, and I let the mayor know Friday morning. And I talked to their chief down there and I said, you know, what's kind of caused some of this heartburn over the weekend. Because, uh, I, you know, I know some of the media has been reaching out to them over the last few days. And uh, the chief reached out to me a couple of days ago and we had a frank conversation about what was going on. And some of the things I was looking at and some some of the issues I was trying to overcome. And she apologized for the way that it was worded. You know, it wasn't her 
intent, and I don't even think she wrote it. I think somebody else down there wrote it, but uh, they fully knew I was here working. That's how the start date was January 19th. They knew I uh, I told them they wanted an earlier start date, and I couldn't do it. told them that why, and I told them that I had things here at the work I had to wrap up and that there would be no way I could get down there before mid to late January due to obligations here at work, you know, and uh, – uh, she understood that, so they fully knew I was working. The terminology is just something they used. I, uh, she referred to it as, "Well, when you were when you would be starting, you'd be the former chief." And I, I get that, and she understood that. So, uh, but that's all that's about is the the semantics of the terminology. But it it, it did cause a little heartburn, a little confusion here. So, but uh, you know, I, I did accept the job, and I had every intent of going. And uh, but my I, I never had a never ever was planning on resigning my goal was always going to be retired mid-january and move on how much of a factor was the extra money that the mayor offered about seven thousand dollars a year a five percent pay raise was that in any way a factor in your decision to stay no not at all and when the mayor told me that i thanked him for it but that had nothing to do with it uh, i was going to be making considerably more money down there draw my pension and uh uh, working and to be frank, the uh, financially, if I was doing something like that, I'd be a fool to stay. And I know a lot of people are going to say that now. You know, they're going to say, "Oh, you should flee on the way and get out while you can." And you know, but the truth is, uh, you know, I've, I've loved this community. I've had opportunities to leave, like I said, over the past couple of years. I never left, never pursued them. Um, as a young officer, I had a chance to leave to go somewhere else, and I stayed. So. Uh, you know, here's the other thing. When you're 50 years old, and like I said earlier, you're 50 years old and you're in law enforcement in this career, and I've been doing this for a while, and it is a, it, it weighs on you. It weighs on you hard, you know, and uh, it's a lot of long hours, you know, and, uh, you know, as staff and non-union staff, we get compensated for 37 hours of the 60 or so we put in a week. So it, it's never been about the money. It's always, and that's what I told the mayor. It's not about the money. You, you couldn't pay me what I'm going to make down there. Ultimately, for me, it just comes down to, I need to continue working. I want to continue working. I have young children. I have a five-year-old, a 10-year-old, a 15-year-old, and an 18-year-old. And uh, I believe I can still be contribute to, you know, our career and our profession. And whatever, I, when I finally do make the step to retirement, I do plan on a second job. I plan on working for, a lot, you know, probably another eight, 10 years. And uh, it won't be here at this department. It'll be doing something hopefully tied to law enforcement in some way. Um, but, you know, um, you just kind of you kind of think about it. when you look around the department and all the people you came on with are gone, all your you know good friends are retiring or have retired. You look at it, you know, and I've turned my staff over twice now, and uh, um, you know it is it is a difficult job. I, I relish the job, I cherish it, I am humbled and honored to be able to serve the uh, community of Springfield and the citizens of Springfield and to be the chief of police here. And I know how lucky and blessed I am. This community has blessed me. Um, you know, but I know that, you know, I got I got some more time in me, but, you know, I, I don't want to be here, you know, probably more than a year and a half tops. You know, I don't want to be around when the next election comes and have that stress. I really don't want to be in that cycle. So, you know, that's kind of one of the things, you know, and I never say never to nothing, but that's kind of my plan right now. And, Chief, just to clarify, you, you said it's not about the money, but you're still taking the raise? I would take if the mayor offers the raise, obviously, you know, um, when you look at what we get out there, every year you stay past 50, they take 3% from you that you lose on your pension. So uh, it is generous. You know, we hadn't had a raise this year. Uh, and when you look at our comparable cities, I mean, I know if you go to Peoria or if you go to Champaign, they're making twenty-five to 35000 more than 
what we make down here and, and then when you add the wage compaction we have here. But um, to be honest, I've been trying to work with the mayor over the last year and I, to address that wage compaction, and we'll continue to try to work on that as we go forward. Chief, one last question. Uh, because you, in fact, had accepted another job, you were prepared to leave. You say you're going to be gone in a couple of years. Does this in any way complicate your leadership of the department? Is it harder to keep officers in line and uh, and, and following your orders when, when they know you already had one foot out the door and, and will have again in a couple of years? Well, I don't think so. Uh, you know, basically we have a professional department, and, and for the most part we don't have a whole lot of issues. We do have our fair share, but, you know, um, the professionalism of the Springfield Police Department and the men and women of the Springfield Department is second to none. Um, with that said, you know, uh, I'm going to be pushing, you know, some of my staff a little more to the forefront to grow. You know, uh, if I had left, there's no doubt in my mind that we have a strong, capable command staff that could have stepped up and ran this. No problem at all. They do it when I'm out of town all the time. And uh, I got the utmost uh, faith in them. And, uh, you know, but again, you know, uh, as we succession plan and move forward, uh, you know, you'll see a little bit more of them. And, uh, you know, they'll be doing a little bit more of the after hour stuff that I normally handle uh, just to kind of balance some stuff out. I got to get my life. I'll be honest, one of the things I was looking at was a change into the, you know, the, the life balance situation when it comes to professional life and personal life. Uh, my family has sacrificed a lot over the last seven and a half years for this job and uh, for this career. And they understand that, and I have too, and I did too. But, you know, uh, there's things that I missed with my older daughter and that I'll never get back, and even my middle daughter, you know. So as my two younger kids get a little older, there's some certain things that I want to make sure that I don't miss. And, uh, Getting that balance right is going to be important moving forward. Springfield Police Chief Kenny Winslow announcing today he will be staying in Springfield. Chief, thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Looking forward to continuing to work with you on issues related to the police department and public safety here in Springfield. Thanks again. Thanks, Jim. Bye.